Hey everyone, I am the Chosen One Legend here, as always joined by my co-host. Hi, I'm Kai, also known as Faskarine. And welcome back to Bunch of Jokers, where we are now deep into the winter season. And to celebrate that, I mean, you've seen the title of this video, we're talking about our favourite winter levels in games. And from the sounds of things, Kai, you had a tough time picking this. <laughs> Yeah, there were, at first I was really struggling to think of anything, but then as I started listing through different games in their winter <clears> levels, I was thinking, man, like I actually like quite a lot of these, um, mm. especially for their music, but I'm sure that's something we'll get onto later. Oh, but, for uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few good winter levels out there. It's about the time of year to talk about them. Exactly, and I, I think what I found was sort of trying to think of what do I define as a winter level, sort of what, how do I go about ranking these, because... There's so many different ways you could go by. And really, we're just leaving it up to our own interpretation of what you consider your favourite winter level. And we're also keeping things very broad on what level means. So, you know, if it's an area in a yeah. game or a specific level, that's up to you. But uh, either way, we've both got three. We've each uh, picked three levels slash areas. And we're just going to go through those and get festive, I suppose. So, Kai... Uh, oh, I should also mention there will be a timestamps in the description below if you want to hop about between different sections. But let's start things off with your first pick, Kai. What have you got? Okay, uh, pick number one for me. I am going to talk about uh, an area called the Fruit of the World. Do you know what game that's from? It sounds familiar. I can't picture it, though. Okay. It is from Skyrim. Uh, it's right. actually Skyrim's 10th, 10th anniversary recently. And oh, yeah. I thought it'd be worth talking about Skyrim because, um, I mean, the whole the whole region of <clears throat> Skyrim within itself is a snowy northern region. Like, two-thirds of the region is snow. Mm. Um, but in particular, I wanted to talk about the Throat of the World, which is, uh, I, I believe you'd classify it as above High Hrothgar, which is, like, right in the middle of Skyrim. It's a huge, huge uh, icy mountain. Do you go um, there in the story... You go to High Hrothgar in the story, and you go to the throat of the world nearer the end of it. Right, It's, it's okay. like the peak of it, essentially. I see. Um, and, yeah, there is a, some story stuff that happens there. But in general, I just thought the throat of the world is one of the best-looking areas in Skyrim, especially for wintry stuff. Um, mm. You know, you've got the aurora up there. I'm sure we'll be talking about auroras multiple times in this, because <laughs> it's winter levels. I've got at least but, one, um, I know. <laughs> exactly, there you go. So, um, you know, that's quite cool. Um, the story that happens is quite cool, but I think the biggest thing is just how it shows the scope of the game. Like, from there, you can see so much of the world um, if you look down. Mm. And for, a, you know, Skyrim being one of those first sort of big, popular uh, roaming adventure games, being able to see that is a pretty cool thing. And um, the whole time you can just see, like, the whole place is encased in snow. Yeah. So, uh, I've always thought that's, like, a pretty good part of the game and it's a cool area that's an interesting pick I, I don't think I've made it that to that point in Skyrim but just you know I've like you say it's a snowy region so I've been around it and I can immediately picture some of the music that just feels really wintry and has that sort of atmosphere to it the sort of peacefulness of like this big snowy mountain before you get attacked yeah, by a dragon or some really shit cool. but <laughs> but it's uh yeah definitely a good pick there's sort of hmm. like, I didn't include this but you know I sort of thought about you know Breath of the Wild for example there's some really nice right. snow areas in that so there's yeah. definitely ways that these sort of having these open winter atmospheres really help a game 
Exactly. And, and another sort of part of that is, um, uh, I guess, just like as a side thing, uh, in the Dawnguard DLC, I believe it was, mm-hmm. I forget the name of the area, but they included like new snowy areas that feel even more wintry somehow. And they oh, yeah. just look really cool. They don't quite have the same scope, but they look amazing. So just in general, Skyrim is a very wintry game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the of the world really encompasses all of it. Yeah, so um, I guess let's go over to my first pick. And we've gone completely separate to Skyrim here because I'm talking about Mario specifically <laughs> here. And there's, you know, there's lots of winter areas in Mario or Mario Kart that you could pick here. But oh. I've gone with Snowball Park from Mario 3D World, which oh. is really just playing that level. It makes you feel wintry or specifically, I should say, Christmassy. I, I love Christmas, so there's going to be a sort of a correlation here. But... <laughs> It's sort of got that music that's got this sort of jingle bells. You've got this snowy area where you can go ice skating along with these little Goomba shoes you steal. Right. Little ice skates that you can go along the rivers on. There is, as you mentioned, an aurora in the background because, you know, at this time of year, localised entirely in this video game, it's got to be there. <laughs> but it, it's just really... It just gets you right in the mood for winter, I think. It's sort of the way that the enemies, you've got like these little pokies that are all made of snow now. If you're playing it multiplayer, you can get these little snowballs and throw them at each other and kick them around. And it, it's just really charming, I think, in the way that... I think Mario 3D World is generally quite a playful game, especially with friends, but even without it. Yeah. And when you get to that winter area, it really builds up on the playfulness of winter, you know, the nostalgia of playing and having a snowball fight with your friends. It just feels like that. And I... And again, the music particularly settles it into giving it that atmosphere. But uh, it's just—it was my immediate thought when we had to pick a winter level was Mario 3D, Mario 3D World. So, uh, uh, have you played this level before, Guy? Uh, yes, I have. And just to check—is that the level with the, the? There's like a glitch with I think it's when you play as Toad. I, and you, I, I might be wrong here, but the, I know there's a glitch in Mario 3D World with the snowball. If you like, do some kind of crouch glitch, you can fly across the level. I did not know of this, but now I want to try it. <laughs> oh, you'll have to see. I think it's Snowball Park that does that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've played the level, and yeah, overall, just the vibes are good. And as you say, that's one of the most interesting levels to play with friends because it's not just completing the level. There's stuff to do in it, and it's just fun. Simple as that. Exactly, yeah. It's and it's weird because it's not even in the snowy world. Mario's Mario 3D world, the worlds all sort of have a mixture of all different types of levels in it. So it sort of comes out of nowhere, but it's a it's a treat whenever you get to it. And maybe I'll eventually get 3D World and Bowser's Fury and play it again. But <laughs> because I I did play it a little bit the other day to test it, and trust me, going back to the gamepad is hard to use. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a classic contro- uh, pro controller for the Wii U, so yeah, that's, that's something. Damn. But uh, Kai, what is your second pick for a level then? Uh, well, of course, we'll talk a bit more about this uh, in our main podcast, but the Game Awards have just happened. Hmm. And uh, I'm going to be picking an area from the winner of the Game Awards Game of the Year, and it is the Winter Village in the Snow Globe from It Takes Two. Oh. Uh, so of course it takes two one uh, game of the year at the Game Awards. It's very good. Um, mm. But the the that that level the, the there's a level where they're inside of a snow globe and there's just this huge village, and it just 
it feels very good. Like, <laughs> it's a huge, huge open area with just like these massive um, houses you can climb on because the maneuverability in the game is quite good. Um, there's like loads and loads of mini games. Like, any kind of mini game you can think of is packed into the game, and a, a lot of them are in this area. Mm. Um, you know, they've got things like you can just play snowball fights with each other, there's ice skating competitions. There's there's so much like there's there's um skiing snowboarding I believe it is, <laughs> um I mean on to, and that's just in the village area in the snow globe as a whole, there's you know as you go through the game of course there's like different cutscenes and there's quite a lot of really good cutscenes in this area, um there's I think a part of it where it sort of shifts to nighttime and that looks really good, uh, with all like the lights lit up and that sort of thing, mm. um there's you know, the, there's magnet puzzles where you uh, both characters like each have a side of a magnet, so you have to pull and push each other. Oh yeah. Um, just overall, there it takes two. It has is praised because it has so much going on and it's all really good. But I feel like a lot of people would say the Winter Village is probably like one of the biggest highlights out of all of it, just because it feels like the most homely and the most rounded area out of all of them where you can just sort of lounge around like it's a lobby and and do all these random mini games uh, so overall it's just like a really fun area and it's just the kind of thing you'd want in any game yeah i really need to get on this game because i mean i've heard a lot from you plus hmm. it run game of the year like you say but hearing that it has a good winter area as well is another selling point to add to the reasons i should try it out sometime yeah it's great but uh, I guess I'll move on to my second one, and I'm sticking with platformers here, because uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn has an entire snowy world called Snowland, quite simply, and <laughs> it is just the best, particularly from the first level, which is called Snowy Fields. The music is the most festive thing you'll ever hear. It, uh, Christmas Carol's not got nothing on this, genuinely. It's just so happy, and which... It's a Kirby game, it makes sense, and Kirby's Epic Yarn is already one of the most cutesy games with its sort yeah. of felt aesthetic and the way the levels are built around that. So to transfer that into a winter-themed area, and specifically a Christmas-themed area, because you've got, you've got a level that's going through a cosy, warm cabin, you've got a level that's literally raising up a giant star to put on the top of a Christmas tree, and then you've got some levels which are just sledding through snowy areas, literally because Kirby transforms into a sledge when you when you run in it. Mm -hmm. The way that Kirby moves across the ice and does a little twirl when he jumps, it basically, sort of like you said with how It Takes Two does loads of different things, throughout this entire world it builds on all the best parts of the winter season. The romping through the snow, the sitting nice and warm in the cabin, building your Christmas tree, it's all there. And... Turn, and if you want to top it off, it has a really cool fight with King DDD at the end. So, you know, it's <laughs> it's just generally one of my favourite worlds in Kirby's Epic Yarn. It, I think it's it's the world that I automatically sort of flash my mind to just because it's it's the kind of thing that you can't play without having a dumb grin on your face. And that's <laughs> most of the game. But particular in, in particular, the uh, winter level. I, I sort of have a tradition where I sometimes play it around Christmas time just because it gets you in the zone perfectly. And, uh, yeah, I want to play yeah, it again now. From, from what I've seen of it, like, it, it does seem like it's genuinely the comfiest area of the comfiest game. Exactly. Like, simple enough as that. It's just, 
extremely comfy because um, it's also you know some of the levels are like night based as well aren't they uh, and that sort of thing so it just it all feels so cozy mm. uh, yeah. it's a very good vibes game and, and that specific part of it really accentuates that idea yeah I mean honestly this would be it's it's a really fun game to play again two players rather with a friend so maybe one day I'll port it to Switch instead of 3DS because for some reason it got a port on 3DS. Which that was a but... weird decision, wasn't it? When they were doing that with like that and Luigi's Mansion and stuff. Woolly World, yep. Haven't, <laughs> yeah, got, haven't weird, played Woolly World yet point. because because they ported it to 3DS. But um, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I would just love a... As good as you know, I've heard Woolly World is and Crafted World is alright, I would love a sequel to Kirby's Epic Yarn. And yeah. if they do, give it another Winter World because damn, it's good. That's fair. But Ninkai, what is your final pick for a winter level, besides honourable mentions? <laughs> <laughs> well, you somewhat alluded to it earlier, actually, and uh, I almost forgot about it. But uh, my final pick is going to be... I don't know, maybe this doesn't count as a level, but screw it, I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, the Hebra region from Breath of the Wild. Right, yeah. Um, now, off the bat, I'm going to say, like, I know a lot of people don't like the Hebra region. Um, for those who can't remember, it's the top left area in the map, all the snowy mountains and that. Cowards. Um, a lot of yeah. <laughs> Well, people don't like it because, you know, it's very easy to get lost. It's just a lot of snow fields and, you know, maybe mm. if you don't have the snow boots or whatever, it's annoying. Um, and I did find it annoying first time through. I really didn't like it. But then when I went through on, a hun on an 100% run, uh, I loved it for one main reason, and that is the Master Cycle Zero. Oh um, yes. <laughs> yeah. So of course originally, you know, it can be a bit of bit of a trudge to go through it all and that, which I I understand. But when you have the master cycle going through the whole area, oh it's so much fun. Like it's so much fun just going across the fields because you go so quickly. Um I just remember like going collecting all the Koroks and that sort of thing there and it's honestly like it's so much of a blast at that point. Of course you've got the Auroras at night as well. Um, you've mm. got the uh, snowboarding, what is it, the shield surfing, I should say, um, section with the levels there. Got some cool puzzles. Like, I don't know, I think overall, once you go through it and you're comfortable with the area, you know, maybe you've got some more hearts and more maneuverability, it becomes a really fun area. Yeah. It's sort of, it's got that feeling like, Recently, I mean, sort of, we've been t with It Takes Two and Kirby's Epic Yarn and Mario 3D World. We've been talking about sort of cozy winter levels and the feeling of coziness at winter. But winter can also be pretty harsh, and when that's adapted into a game like Breath of the Wild, it feels it. But that sort of part of the fun is this isolationism. Yes, yeah. you really do. Especially if you go there early, like it's it's really rough. I've done it myself. The way you have to stock up yeah. and prepare, like desperately, like getting out your campfire at the right moment. Or eating food. I, I this is going back to the first snowy area in the game, which is the snowy region of the Great Plateau. Even mm -hmm. I remember my first time in there and being introduced to like the snow mechanics in the game. And when I finally made it to the top and got like that warm clothes just in just in the right time, it's that feeling of satisfaction of surviving the winter, I suppose, and it nails that perfectly in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, absolutely does. I mean, I can understand there are other areas in the game I didn't pick, like, um, was it uh, the the Lanayru? What's it mm. called? Well, I can't remember the name of the mountain. I never can. No, me neither. <laughs> it all blends Lanayru, together. The, the, the Lanayru mountain. And then there's also 
the Gerudo Highfields, which I still don't like. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I feel like Hebra, especially when you get to near the top and you have what's it called? I think it's Sh- Sh- Shelmy's spot, Selmy's spot, something like that. Um, yes, I think that's it. Yeah, and it just it feels just very nice to get to the top, and then there's just the cabin there where you know the music plays as well. Yes, um, yeah. You got the light, the light piano. I think overall, like it, it does everything with the vibes it's trying to bring across correctly. It just it nails it once you're, you know, a- accomplished with the area. Plus, shield surfing down it's really fun. So, oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Especially, actually, I want to give one final piece of note to that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Champions Ballad DLC. I'm not going to give Champions Ballad DLC loads of credit all the time, but. I will give it to this. Um, that made the area even more fun because it has the shield surfing yeah, um, you know, level as a part of that and the other parts as well. Um, I think overall just, yeah, it's a it's a fun area. Uh, I definitely enjoyed it a lot. Definitely agreed, yeah. As I said, that was one I was considering picking, so a good choice mm-hmm. there. And now look, you rode a, or you were saying like, oh, it's not quite a level, you're stretching it a bit. Well, I'm going to blow that out of the water here, Kai, because... Um, the Die Hard movie. <laughs> yes, Die Hard is the best winter level. Was there a Die Hard game? There probably was. Maybe, I'll Google it. <laughs> there probably was like an NES Die Hard game or something like that. <laughs> there was a trilogy, apparently. Oh, God, there's like... Okay, there's seven Die Hard games, apparently. Okay, all of them. All of them are my picks. Oh, eight, even. Oh, goodness, okay. Let's but go. no, I am going with Sakuna of Rice and Ruin here, which I played at the beginning uh-huh. of the year. Really great game, but specifically I'm talking about the entire game because the game actually cycles through seasons and when it's the winter season, every level in the game has a winter aesthetic, including your little homestead, no matter where you go, it's now snowing and snowy. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of why I love this so much. It it does this Animal Crossing thing of, you know, the seasons changing in real time, except it's not in real time, it's as your harvest progresses. And that's what kind of made me want to pick it, despite it's a bit more of an abstract thing here, because it's part of the game only part of the time. Mm -hmm. It's just the way that winter is literally winter, because you go into the winter season and you have to do things differently. Your harvest is done, and now you've just got to prepare for the next one. And the music that plays in your little homestead when it's snowing, and you've got the views ahead of you of the entire region covered in snow, it's really beautiful. But then just going out into exploring it and feeling like you've come to the next season until you reach the next one and then the satisfaction of, okay, it's springtime, now we've got to get ready for the next bit. I'm really just talking about the game's mechanics here rather than the specific level, but <laughs> that I, that's kind of why I wanted to pick it. It's just uh, nothing's quite makes it feel like winter than the entire game revolving around the seasons, if you know what I mean. And I didn't even realise it was like, you know, had winter elements in it, to be honest, but it makes so much sense in hindsight. <laughs> yeah, the, the entire visual, it doesn't really change the gameplay of the area as much, except, of course, your rice farming, where you have to do different things to your harvest throughout the year. But it's just the way that the entire game landscape and visuals change when it reaches winter. It makes you, right. you, you really feel the seasons passing in that game because it's so important to the way you progress. And having that reflect in the entire world and just, no matter where you go, it's all blanketed in snow. It it just gave me this really nice feeling playing it through. And I think that's kind of why I wanted to pick it here, because it's 
it, it's something different, and I think it's it's the way it embraced the seasons. I could not put it here, if you know what I mean. And uh, yeah, that makes sense. That's it's always like a good atmosphere when that sort of thing happens. Yeah, definitely. And again, I'm uh, the music is always a big part, and I love the winter music in the homestead. It sort of feels like the more chill time. Your harvest is done. Now you've sort of got to bundle up. You've got your stocks ready for the winter that you've built up, and now making them last as you spend that time going through the levels until the spring. It's sort of a it's it's, it's a warm feeling in a way. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed my time playing the game, and you're going to be hearing me talk more about it later. I can assure you in later videos. But um, Ooh, foreshadowing, foreshadowing indeed. But yeah, it's uh, it was just a fun time, That's fun. and that. Is our top three levels done? Yeah. But before we end things off, did you want to quickly mention anything else, Kai? I did, thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was almost going to pick this because I, I was playing around with the idea and then I didn't. Um, but I, I did want to mention my favourite uh, Mario Kart winter level because, of course, there's a lot of those. Yes. And uh, mine would be Mount Wario. Like, it's, it's less oh. on a wintry end of things and more snowy. But I just yeah. want to say, like, Mount Wario is quite possibly one of the best Mario Kart tracks made. Um, it's Agreed. just brilliant, and it does everything right. Uh, and it is a winter level, so, you know, it feels good. <laughs> yeah, there are some really great winter levels. I was tempted to pick one myself, but because I'd done 3D yeah. World, I sort of wanted to branch out a bit. But that was a good yeah. pick. And I also We're missing want... something, actually, aren't we? Oh, what are we missing, Guy? We've not had our obligatory Xenoblade mention this episode. <laughs> This is true, and that? I I did very much consider either Valak Mountain or Tantau, because... Yeah. I mean, they're both snowy areas, and they're both good. I like them both. And yeah. I, I think particularly what I was veering towards was Valak Mountain, particularly at night, just because... Yes, of, Valak Mountain. I prefer... Nice. Yeah, although I prefer Tantau as an area, I think, overall, I think as a wintry themed and giving me that winter feeling, watching Valak Mountain light up at night as you trek down it, is very unique and special, so... Yeah, the yellow crystals that light up, and yeah. then also the fact that the sky goes purple, and whenever a sky goes purple, I'm like, oh, that looks so good. And the uh, music, of course, <laughs> is just so chill and relaxed. Literally chill, yeah. because you're in the snow area. <laughs> but, uh... I, I just didn't pick it, because I thought that would be too obvious, you know what I mean? Same, yeah. I kind <laughs> of... But that would have been in there, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely good picks. And I also want to mention Fendrana Drifts from Metroid Prime which is a snowy area. And I've used the music in Fintron the Drifts for about half of our videos here because it's really good. <laughs> it's it's just a nice tune. And it's, again, like you like talking about Breath of the Wild, it's the, isol the isolationism, that's a word, mm. and, the, and the dangers of winter, but trying to survive it. It really gives off that feeling in this sort of harsh, icy zone. And uh, yeah, in general, there, there are a lot of good winter areas we could have talked about here. But we have yeah. to end it somewhere. So those have been our picks. And, you know, <laughs> if you have any others, give them a leave in the comments. Tell us what you think and we'll tell you how you're very wrong. Or right. <laughs> well, I don't know. There's a couple good ones. I think like there was a couple I, I was going to pick because of music, but then didn't. Mm. Um, music, music is a big yeah. part of what makes a winter level good. So yeah, Absolutely. It's, I, I'd say it's probably one of the most notable features outside of, you know, the physical snow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm definitely excited to be picking the soundtrack for the YouTube version of this video. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, other other good snow themes are like Snowbell City from Pokemon X and Y, mm. Ice Ice Outpost from Mario Kart Eight. Um, 
Shiveria uh, from Mario Odyssey. Odyssey I think yeah. those are all like very good winter themes. So, yeah, there's so much out there. Yeah, so again, please do tell us any we've, you think we've missed in the comments. But that does bring us to the end here. So, Kai, where else can people find you at? Well, people can find me, you see, at uh, twitch.tv forward slash Faskarine. Link will be in the description and on the end slate. Um, yeah, um, that's where I stream. I'm currently playing through just, again, random demos and that sort of thing. Uh, you know, getting a cosy feel, hopefully. Not quite on the level <laughs> of... Kirby's uh, Kirby, you know, epic yarn, but maybe you should play that. We can get close. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they ported it to the Switch rather than the 3DS, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, no. Yeah, I'll be chilling there, come vibe, and we'll we'll chill hopefully. Absolutely, but there we go. That will bring us to the end. So thank you so much for watching. Whether you are on YouTube or Spotify or any other podcasting site, you can find us all there on Bunch of Jokers. So just give us a search. And please stay tuned for the next one because we'll be starting again with the new year. Of course, we'll do a video discussing December's news, but we'll also be talking about 2021 in review and going through our highlights of the year in the middle of the month. So stay tuned for all of that, and we'll see you in the next video. Goodbye. Bye.